With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Microphone on. All right. We're ready to rock. Here we go. This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com. You're listening to Keep It Magic Radio. 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 Are you ready to make some magic? Jackie and Storm are putting the pieces together for you. Find out what planets are changing the game and how to harness that energy. Get the latest metaphysical perspective on hot topics. Learn how to make magic work for you. Nothing is too hot or personal for Jackie and Storm to handle. Visit our website weekly for articles, updates, and the latest information to transform your life at www.keepitmagic.com. Now here is Jackie Smith and Storm Festivani. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Keep It Magic Radio. If you hadn't figured that out by the intro, we're going we're gonna to talk about magic on this next hour show. And I am Jackie Smith, and I'm here with the smartest man in the universe, my co-host that I'm so lucky to have, Storm Sestivani, who is an astrologer, a tarotist, um, psych- studies psychology, a philosopher, ca- Kabbalist. I could go on. I could go on and on and on, and I, and I do frequently. So I'm welcoming Storm Sestivani to this show. Hello. Hello. Um, and this show is brought to you by CoventryCreations.com. So if you're looking for me to get a hold of Jackie Smith um, to get a reading from me, you can find me at CoventryCreations.com, where no matter what your problem, issue, struggle, philosophy, we have a candle for that. And then if you are looking for Storm Sestivani, you can find him at StormSestivani.com. You can find all of us on Facebook, a little searchy-searchy for Coventry Creations or Jackie Smith or Storm Sestivani or... Keep it magic, and uh, you'll find all of us there. And we love to get new friends and share our philosophies and craziness with you. So look us up. So Storm, yes, here we are on our hundred and first show. <laughs> it, uh, and we were just on our one hundred show. It seems like just ten minutes ago. <laughs> just ten minutes ago, even. Yeah. So we're we're calling this the Magic One Hundred and One Show. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where we're going to talk about what it is to live a magical life. Uh, last year, I started talking about coining that phrase "live the magic," and uh, and all of all of my marketing about what it is to live the magic. And it's really funny because uh, that whole thing started uh, a couple years ago when I got involved in the entrepreneur organization EO, which is if you're an entrepreneur, it's so worth being a part of because these folks have a similar philosophy to me. It's a, it's a whole life philosophy. And so as we're going through the classes and, and tweaking our messages and learning more about our strategy, one of the things that people always ask me is, well, what do you do for a living? And, and uh, Business 101 is you have your elevator speech. So yeah. when you meet someone, you're 30 seconds or less, where you tell people all about you. And what is yours? Um, I make magic. That's your whole thing? That's my whole thing. So what do you do for a living? I make magic happen, and I can make magic happen for you. <laughs> and it is so 
awesome and a little bit awful, too, that I have everyone in everyone's attention in the room and they go no really what do you do and i go that's really what i do i help you awaken your own inner magic we all have it and we all have the ability to manifest the life we want and i can prove it right now and they usually say well how is that that you can prove it right now and i said you're doing exactly what you want to do because i'm usually talking to business people and i said you're an entrepreneur so you're filled with magic and so then we get to a great conversation and it's it's really cheesy and it's a lot of fun and what I found is that being an entrepreneur and being a metaphysician, shall we say, dealing in the spiritual world, they go hand in hand. Uh-huh. You end up using the same philosophies, the same energies, the same uh, dealing with the same fears, um, the same personal evolution. It, it's, it's kind of brilliant, and I'm having a, a blast marrying these two worlds. I used to keep them very separate, and now I just blatantly bring them together. And, and and then you know what happens after that is the minute I start to talk to the business owner about how they're magic too, they go, you know, I've always believed that. I get a little whisper. I've always felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So I get to awaken the magic within within people around me, and I just have a blast with it. It's definitely, you know, um, uh, a powerful uh, message that you have there in regards to helping people uh, make magic in their life. I think that um, uh, uh, the people that I um, am studying from now, um, uh, in many ways, you know, um, uh, I think that you're the candle magic version of Marie Forleo. Um, uh, well, I take that as a compliment. You know, um, uh, and, you know, she, um, the reason that she does what it is that she does is to help people create the life and business that they love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I th- one of the things that I'm seeing in regards to a lot of the... Um, programs online. I mean, Jackie, I want you to just in your head right now cut back to 1995, okay? Except the hair. Don't go back to the hair. Um, Back to 1995. I loved my hair in 1995. And you would see an infomercial that says, you know, turn your business into a million-dollar business in five minutes, and uh, by the way, you'll get a free ShamWow. Um, uh-huh. uh, you know, and then you order this business stuff, and uh, you know it is just some humongous disappointment, basically. Um, and I think that the reason being is that in many ways, you know, that they may be taught business skills, but what I'm seeing from what Oprah has called the new thought generation, which is what she calls us, um, is not only are they, you know many of these programs now giving business skills or life coaching skills or magic skills, but they're also also addressing all of the particular issues underneath and making realize uh, people um, in a big sort of way. You know, I am kind of proud that I know of at least eight listeners of this show, Jackie, that, that have signed up for B-School. Yes. You know, it's just amazing to me. Um, uh, uh, you know, and I want to, um, you know, really do this type of um, innovative, um, uh, magical life because I think that in, in essence what, you know, people like, Derek Halpern, um, Marie Forleo, Gabrielle Bernstein, um, just to name a few that I, you know, just people that I'm reading recently, um, do is that even though that they don't necessarily know that they're being magical, they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's because here's the thing about magic and being a magical human 
is that, A, you pay attention, right? Mm -hmm. So to be magical, you have to understand the energy around you. Mm-hmm. You have to pay attention to the the phase of the moon. You have to pay attention to um, astro- astrology. We don't have to, but you do. Um, who's around you? Are you in a sacred space? Is a space um, positive for you or negative for you? Do you need to do any more clearing? So to be a magical person, you have to pay attention. You then have to set your intention. You have to say, well, this is the desired outcome that I have for this. This is This is what I want to do to make this happen. Uh-huh. That's number two. Because if, if you don't have an intention for your spell, it's just going to be energy that you waste in the universe. It's, that's Magic 101, a.k.a. this show. The next thing you have to do, and this is really me kind of putting it together as, as I'm talking. So the next thing you have to do when you're casting a spell is you set your intention. Then you have to gather your tools. Uh-huh. You have to say, okay, well, this kind of spell is, is going to call for candles which every spell does, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, and, then, and then maybe some, uh, maybe I'm going to make some powders or I'm going to make a sigil that I carry with me, or maybe what I'm going to do is... We do have oils now, by the way, so go order some. Go ahead, Jackie. Absolutely. I'm going to charge up these oils extra special so I can wear them around it, or whatever it is that, that's your next... I'm going to make something. I'm going to sew something or draw something, whatever it is. So you pull together your tools, and you... Maybe your tools are astrology or herbalism, um, and, and that can go on and on and on. And then you gather your crew, your spiritual allies. Who are who's really good at this? So I'm, I'm, if I'm going to go and um, carve out a new business, I'm not necessarily going to call upon the goddess of the hearth. Yeah. So who who's my team in this? Which archangel? Which goddess? Which um, ascended master? Which spirit is going to help me with this and then you have to spend a lot of time and you build a plan so you gather your tools you gather your people you have your intent then you create a plan how am i going to get from a to z and then you work your plan with your spell and and you put it together it might be very simple might be full out blown ritualistic and then you continue on with your life living your life in a magical way of of um, making sure that you don't interfere or block the magic that you did, you're just enhancing it. So you're continuing to live your life in a magical way uh-huh. for your desired outcome. Does that sound reasonable? Did I miss anything? Absolutely reasonable. You know, one of the things that I'll say, which I will be releasing <clears throat> this year at some point, um, uh, is in my Making Love Work program for people that are single, Jackie, what I do is um, I have them create a relationship avatar. Um, And in that particular avatar, I have them address everything. What kind of guy do they want? Mm -hmm. What websites does he visit on a daily basis? Um, uh, Down to what credit cards does he have? (laughs) Um, Everything, Jackie, that you can think of in regards to um, creating an avatar of what somebody wants out of a relationship. Right. Uh, So here's the fascinating thing is that it all works together because you're manifesting. So in my um, entrepreneur group and the training that I've been through, the entrepreneur school that I've been through is, is that just two months ago, I was um, listening to a gentleman who has um, multi, several multi-million dollar businesses, 
and um, he has um, um, his name is David Farbman. I had to look up his name real quick. Did you like that stalling? And so he has a he has a book out called um, The Hunt, and it's about um, hunting your goal. and And he starts out every conversation with, uh, or every meeting with, my desired outcome for this meeting is X, Y, and Z. Well, they're setting your intention. So that's the first thing you have to do is, as a as an entrepreneur, is you have to say where do I want to go, or else you're not going to go anywhere. That's that's one hundred and one. What are your goals, and who do you want to be? Then the next thing they have you do is look at all the blocks that are in your way. So what do you need to change? What are all the blocks that are in your way? So there's that looking at your environment. Yeah. And then is your environment one that's conducive to creating this business? Then the next thing you have to do is gather up all your tools. So what is it that you need to do to create this business? Do you need... Um, is there new skills that you need? Um, do you need a car to drive and deliver stuff, or you know, et cetera, et cetera? Do you need new equipment? So there's your tools. Then you gather your team, your tools and your team. And so it's different professionals, so you're not going to hire your accountant to do your production. So you have to know who you're hiring. So then from there, you create your plan. I have the tools, I have the team, they have, I have the where I'm going, and now I'm creating the map. And then you live your life in an entrepreneurial way to where you're making sure that you're doing everything that you can for your plan to succeed. Magic, entrepreneurialism, same thing. And so the more I talk about this to the different entrepreneurs that I'm working with, and and I'm working with dozens of them every month, and I bring this to them and they go, that's what I thought. Uh And you know what's amazing is when then they come to me saying, so I've been studying NLP, or I've been studying this manifestation technique, or I've I've been reading on chaos magic, and uh, and I just start laughing, and I go, it's the same stuff, isn't it? It's absolutely the same stuff. So magic, living a magical life is not necessarily um, walking around in your goddess clothes and your big pentagram, which, you know, I tried that for about a year, and then I was like, oh, these sleeves just catch on. You know, that is so hilarious because, uh, you know, Joyce Meyer, even though that she's a Christian, I find um, uh, uh, her interesting. I don't agree with everything that she says, but I do find her interesting. You know, she runs around, Jackie, and she says, you know, just because you're wearing a big, huge, gigantic fish pin and a Jesus cross doesn't make you a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> right. I find that... Um, so sometimes when I some conventions that I go to, that convention is all about the pageantry. That that people the, the different pagan conventions it can be all about the pageantry. People can put on their robes and and pretend that their that their um, magical testicles are bigger than your magical testicles because they have a, a bigger pentagram on or they call in a bigger batter. Well, if that's the case, Jack, we just need to buy you some Versace. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, nah, <laughs> I don't, I don't play that game. I go, oh baby, you're awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna go over here now and get a cup of coffee. Um, so it's, it's a. Uh, there's there's always that factor no matter what you do, and and it doesn't make you a better pagan or a better Christian or a better mother. Um, or, or you know, a, a better being, any of those things. It's that in, internal process. Mm-hmm. It's. I think the biggest thing that in, in the entrepreneurial world and in my personal world and in the magical world 
who do you want to be? Is you set who you want to be and and how do you want to be when you get there? Um, for the entrepreneurial world, that's the vision statement. The okay. vision statement, your values that you work on, et cetera. And I, and I started doing that with my staff. Um, and well, actually, first of all, I did that with myself personally. Uh-huh. And I want to be a compassionate person. It's a very important to me, and I love that. Um, oh, what is that woman's name that the, that just won um, last month? Won the Oscar um, or the Academy Award? It's the same thing for um, Twelve Years as a Slave. You're gonna love um, I did not watch the Oscar, so I have no clue. I watched her video when she talked about um, um, the beauty on the inside, being a compassionate person. So I just totally lost that that story. So we're just going to skip over that. We're going to pretend I didn't mention her. Um, so anyway, um, she uh, so deciding who you want to be, and that's one of the really big things about magic, is that when you decide how you want to be as a person. Um, and you don't have to choose just one word. You can choose many words, and you can create a whole story around yourself, and that's creating that avatar about who do you want to be. And then you can see if it if it fits later. But I want to be a compassionate person. I want to be a fun person, somebody who laughs a lot. I want to be someone who is empowered, and I want to be someone who is inspiring. So when you when you define that's the first thing about of living the magic is is saying how how do I want to be as a person. And then doing the things and the the positive things that it takes to get there. Yeah, I I, I definitely agree with you a hundred percent. Now, with me personally, um, mainly because I have an astrological tool and a kabbalistic tool at my disposal. Um, for me, paying attention to the particular energies, not only that are currently going up in the sky, but how those particular energies that are going up in the sky are influencing my own personal chart and how to work with that in a kind of a proactive way, including each month we're giving a new moon in which to work on things. Um, uh, you know, every... Um, uh, they say that, you know, at the new moon, it's very, very similar to Rosh Hashanah, that you should spend a day doing Teshuvah. Um, you know, meaning write down all of the things of the past month, basically, that you've gotten wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and doing an inner introspective sort of search um, uh, to decide how you want to proceed in the, in, in the month forward. But also, with the new moon, you can also find out where the new moon is going to be in your chart. See how that is corresponding with the rest of your chart, um, and uh, you know know what particular energies that you're working in with, because everything is cyclical, and there's particular times and windows that are opening um, uh, that makes things work a little bit easier, or may make things a little bit tougher, and you may, may need to, that may be a sign that you need to do some inner work on something, you know. But it's all, it, you know. Uh, I think Jackie, a, a balancing act between when. Do do we need to be active, and when do we need to be reflective? And I think that you know the universe provides us with a map for that. That's, I think many of us don't listen to it, um, uh, uh, you know, because I know every time that Mercury retrograde happens, and I talk about introspection and 
um, you know, looking inward and looking over the period of the last three months, you know, oftentimes what I will get is the um, the phone version of my eyes have just popped out, out of my head or have glazed over. Or I will notice the responses on my Facebook fan page, Jackie, in which people are like, I don't know what you mean by this. <laughs> I think I'm just going to have a problem with my iPhone. You know? <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, so how do you, how does one find out where in their chart the new moon is landing? Um, go to stormsestabani.com, and at the top there will be a um, uh, it says free astrology chart. Click on that; it'll bring you to a particular page in which you can make your astrological horoscope. Um, it will give you the degrees and everything. Um, and then basically, you know, usually on any given page or my website or you'll see it on Facebook or even if you look on the weather channel, it'll usually give you the, the current position of the, of the, uh, of the new moon. Mm-hmm. Um, even in a calendar, Jackie, just an ordinary, regular um, uh, calendar, it'll tell you the new moon and where the position is usually. And, and Patty, my sister and business partner, always does uh, moon magic. Yeah. A Moon Magic article on CoventryCreations.com. So yeah, so you can find out the degree, okay? And then if you, um, uh, say, for example, um, it's at nine degrees of, uh, of Libra, okay? That's where the new moon is. It's not, but if, you know, okay. um, if it's at nine degrees of Libra, um, uh, the new moon that we just had was in Pisces. But um, say, for example, it's nine degrees of Libra. You would then look around your horoscope and see what planets that you have. I would say between like seven and eleven degrees. And, um, you know, I have cheat sheets all over my chart that tell you what the planets are. Um, And if those planets are being activated, those are the particular circumstances that you're dealing with at this particular point. Okay, so for example, the new moon that we just had, Jackie, um, Saturday, um, was at... getting the degree as we speak. It was at 11 degrees of Pisces, okay? So this new moon is in opposition to all of your Virgo planets, okay? So this is a natural time of the year for you, number one, to be excessively outgoing and have things going off the roof and be going everywhere, okay? And because when, seven when, house, was this, when was this new moon? Just, just uh... Last Friday. Okay. Last Saturday, excuse me. So it is a period in which, over the period of the next month, things are going to be very, very busy for you, okay? Um, It's also opposing all of those planets. So you may experience some uh, circumstances that may be either a little bit adversarial or maybe a little bit um, uh, things that you may need to integrate on the personal level because the adversarial is really just a, um, uh, uh, you know, a ding-dong on the head, you know, knock on the head that says there's something internal going on you have to look at. Um, uh, you know, and it's going to trigger all of your particular planets, which are in Virgo. And I am opening Jackie's chart, the new one. Um, <laughs> the corrected one. Um, right now. Uh, and uh, we are going to, okay, here it is, here it is. Um, so, for example, that new moon was in opposition to your Jupiter, okay? Jupiter is about expansion. How do you expand? And how do you look at things from the particular perspective of um, 
expanding it in a way in which you're also taking other people's opinions, other people's considerations, other people in mind, okay? So it's not only expansion, but expansion with other people in mind that is important for you at this particular point, okay? So now you can wrap your magic around that, okay? It's a great time, Jackie, for you to do a road opener candle, Okay, but it's also a great time to do a heart candle also. So I would immediately say road opener, heart, um, everything, and then some. There's your REM. Nice. REM uh, meaning? Um, Remove, energize, energize and manifest. Um, yeah, manifest. Um, so immediately I would do that. I may even shift it around and say, okay, what? You, you, know, you can even look at it a little bit more even proactive than that and do it on the internal level, okay? What do I need to remove from my life to make me more expansive, okay? So then you can do your particular magic around that. You could do an right. uncrossing candle to get rid of your stuff, okay? Um, you can then do the road opener to open up new things for you, okay? And then a heart candle so that you're sympathetic of it to everybody else around you. This is, and that, that's exactly, you know, what I do. It, when you take a look at the energy that's yeah. already around you, you can, and, and I love this idea of, of playing with that new moon energy and where it falls in your chart. So, okay. And so it's going to fall in your fifth moon. house. It's going to fall in your fifth house, okay, uh-huh. which is your house of individuality. So it's also a month about structuring who Jackie is and who she wants to be over the next year. Is that the, is that the new moon that was March 1st? It's the new moon that was, yeah, March the 1st. March the 1st, so that was a little more than than Friday. No, that was Saturday. It's only March the 6th. Well, yeah. So so looking at, let's look at March 31st, the next new moon. Okay. For instance. Let me get the degree. The next new moon on March the 31st is, I'm looking that is not the day of the new moon. The new moon is actually on the 30th. 30th, yeah. It's at nine degrees of Aries, okay? Um, I will just use you as an example. Okay, let's look at your chart. Aries, where does Aries fall in my chart? Aries falls in your sixth house of day-to-day rituals um, and your day-to-day obligations and rituals. Um, uh, it is in opposition to your moon, okay? So some emotion, there's a likelihood that emotional issues are going to come up out of this, okay? Mm-hmm. It's also trying your Mars, okay? So not only that, but it is going to be a particular time in which you should take action in regards to changing and correcting the day-to-day, okay? okay. Um, it is also, uh, that's it. So basically, what this tells me, just looking at this, Jackie, okay, first of all, it's happening in your sixth house, which is your day-to-day life, Okay. Um, so that tells me needing to look at what you do on an everyday level. What are you doing to um, uh, uh, to structure your day? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to um, uh, make the most out of your day? Where are you wasting time? Um, where are you maybe not being that active? Okay, um, uh, because it's in areas we have to remember active. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is this is the reason why you're having some obstacles with this due to an emotional reason? Okay, and it's also time for you to take action in your day to day life. So it's a time to be you know busy doing rather than thinking. Okay, so next month is really April is a month of you uh, doing. Okay, now what I would do working with this, okay, is I would immediately for the emotional things I would do a healing candle to remove. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I would do, it's an action, um, uh, I would do um, either a Van Van or, um, uh, I forget the new, I think it is actually the Happiness Candle, Happiness mm-hmm. um, Candle in regards to the Blessed Herbaline, okay, um, uh, in regards to uh, energize, okay? And manifest is basically what it is that you want to have happen, okay? So you want, um, so, you know, whatever it is that you want in that month. Say, for example, um, you want, um, we'll just use business with you. This is where I would do um, probably um, road opener or I would look at um, uh, everything and then some, uh, you know, just uh, maybe even a wish and mojo. I mean, that there's so many candles in that particular spot that you could use to get your results. You could even, if, say, for example, what it is, say, for example, it didn't fall in your sixth house of your day-to-day, Jackie, but it fell in your um, seventh house of relationships, okay? It would mean improving your love life. I would probably add an Adam and Eve candle there. So, I, I, which is ironically, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Pennsylvania at the Journeys of Life Expo. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Or the Keys of Keys of Life Expo in um, in Pennsylvania. So during that, now remember, you're working also with the 28 day cycle. Okay. So this is just the, the mode of your your um, month. Okay. The other thing here is that I would take into consideration with you is that you have a child. Mm-hmm. Moon, okay, is going on here. With you doing a lot of stuff in the month of April, okay, is that going to cause any form of friction with your with your daughter? Is she going to be upset? You know, how do you manage that as well? Okay, so so that is another way to look at it. So you're saying that look at the new moon as the first day of the next 28. Yes, gotcha. and this is the energy so, you have to work with. So this is that's that saying, okay, this is the energy we're working with with the next month. It's going to be um, a month about restructuring the day-to-day, make sure we have open channels of communication, make sure that um, everybody's taken care of, including myself, that that whole process. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So basically you're just going to pluck that um, moon, what sign it is, what degree it is, and then plop it right in that part in your chart and see what Mm -hmm. it opposes, trines, um, conjuncts squares, the whole thing. Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, and of course, if you do astrology, if you don't do astrology, call Storm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I can help you with your your moon moon madness. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, That might be another blog. Um, But, uh, you know, it is, you know, using this particular energy, this allows you to be proactive, okay? Because basically what you can easily see is that that opposition to the moon, Jackie, could mean, if you're not working at it in a proactive way, okay, it could mean a lot of potential problems. Emotional isolation, being tired, not getting your emotional needs met, not tending to your daughter's emotional needs, um, right. and at the same time, running around with it like a chicken with your head cut off, and you know, and then basically what happens is that life starts to impinge upon you, okay? So, Working with it this way gives you some control over it. So to me, I would say, uh, looking at this specifically where it is, and that's in my sixth house in the day-to-day, I'm spending plenty of time at home and taking care of my, my day-to-day needs. Yeah. Now, let's say it was in the... Um, fell into, um, um, like you said, the, the house of love and relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would mean, say, for example, that that new moon fell into your house of love and relationships but was still in opposition to your moon, okay? Um, 
I would say that this wouldn't be an individual that what they needed to sit down and look at is or their particular um, relationships at this particular point giving um, uh, uh, giving you what you need and are you giving your relationship what it means mm-hmm. you know this is what I would look at and at the same time you know if you still have a child are you giving your child what they need it would be more of a period of needing to really fine-tune all of your relationships, not only your spouse, but your business relationships, everything, are they getting what it is that they need, okay? Mm-hmm. With that trying to Mars, it's time to take action on that, okay? So that's where I would be a little bit more introspective. The only thing that I would change probably in this would be either the love candle at the end or Adam and Eve, one or the other. So this is that's I love that way of that that aspect of keeping your your life magic, paying attention to the energy that surrounds you. I, I do love that. Yes. One of the um, one of the other things that I pay a lot of attention to is my responses, my emotional, spiritual, and physical responses to things in the moment. Do you pay attention to that for yourself? Um. Yes. Because Why is this getting my goat is my question usually. Yes, yes. It could be, um, again, working with this one young lady, and I was talking to her about um, uh, keeping a journal. And, mm-hmm. and when, you're, when you are having, um, getting messages for people, you're, you're very psychically open, writing down what's going on, and, and also how you physically feel as well as emotionally feel. So um, I will pay attention to a few. I have a few warning signs that something's going on around me that I am not in agreement with. One is is I feel like I've just had about 150 cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. You know that buzzy feeling you got? Yeah. And I used to just think that maybe I had too much coffee. And then I cut way back on the coffee, and then I was still getting that buzzy feeling. I went, oh, something's going on. Something's happening here and I need to pay attention to. Another one is um, back on my neck. That spot at the base of your spine, back of your neck, that that starts aching. And you want to know something interesting, Jackie? Those are the exact um, trigger points that I know. The hypomania may be coming on. Really? Yeah. Um, there is something about that. You know, once you've reached the fifth cup of coffee, I'm immune to coffee at this point, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but, you know, an ordinary person that doesn't drink a lot of coffee, but say, for example, you're now on your fifth cup, that particular feeling of, the world is an open place and lovely, <laughs> um, you know, but the back of your head starts hurting, okay? That is the exact same feeling um, that happens with hypomania. Now, what eventually ends up happening is that the energy starts surging more, and then I feel like liquid Jesus has been poured in me. But, um, uh, yeah, that's the beginning I, feeling. I get anxious. I'm anxious at that point, and i got to move and go somewhere and do something different. I need to not be there. Yeah. Um, so, so paying attention to some of those physical sensations. Also, um, uh, you know, like Patty, her eyes dry up. If her go- eyes go from normal to, like, somebody sucked all moisture out of it, yeah. she knows that, that energetically there's something going on. And so we we then take care of it. But the, this, the first is you get the sensation. Second, tune in. Third, take care of it. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes you f- I feel a little crazy. When I'm paying attention, um, just when I was, um, 
where was I the other day? Um, and, and my mother's house doesn't count because there's always craziness going on there. I was in a store, and and um, I was getting that. All of a sudden, I was getting that jittery sensation, and uh, I'm like, okay, what what the hell is going on here? What just happened? And I, I look around, and I and I decided this is not where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I quickly finished my purchase and and got home. Well, you know that living that magical life um, was my kid trying to get a hold of me because she was stuck somewhere, and I had forgotten my phone. So so that that's like that paying attention to the whole process and saying, okay, what do I need to do, and then fixing it and tuning in and saying, I, I need to not be here, and trusting your intuition. And that's a, that's a big thing that people don't do is they don't trust their intuition to say go somewhere. They think they're making it up or they're being paranoid, which which could happen. <clears throat> so what do you think, what do you think, Storm, the difference is between getting an intuitive in, intuitive surge versus <clears throat> say being paranoid or or um just not wanting to be somewhere um, for me, if it's a paranoid thought, it always comes with one thing the satan attached to it. Well, how do you know the satan's attached to it because the satan starts to attack me okay well how but if if our listener doesn't um in this particular way, usually it will be particular voices in my head, you're not good enough. Um, or if I'm having to check to see if the reason I'm taking a particular action is to get somebody's approval. Okay. Um, uh, or uh, 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 the Satan will use just many different factors, usually whatever my particular weakness is um, uh, at any given point. Okay, with me it has to do with relinquishing my personal power. So if I'm in a particular circumstance in which my personal power is having to be, or if I have to check myself and say, are you losing personal power in this? Um, uh, uh, you know, is basically where um, I usually know that there's some form of a paranoid thought coming to it, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's just clear, raw, out of the day, there's not anything doing with it, and it's just an intuitive hit in regards to that's not a good decision for you to make, it will just come like that, bang. Right, it's, a, it's like a bell. Yeah. ringing in my head. I mean, not literally a bell ringing in my head, but, but it's like it feels so clear, like just do this. Mm-hmm. But it's so easy to ignore um, yeah. when you're not tuned into it. So I have, um, I, I developed that. Not everybody can hear their intuition. And, and the other thing, if paranoia is attached to it usually, Jackie, is that I have a natural tendency to want to go float away on the good ship lollipop. Mm-hmm. Um, and ignore the rest of the world. And if I notice myself starting to do that, it usually means that there's something that I need to address there in some form of way. Um, uh, uh, and needing to stand my pers- personal ground. And also the realization, and th- this was a big, is, is a big one for me, is saying, you know what, this is not comfortable for me and I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Is um, or I, I I may have felt comfortable with this before, but now for some reason I'm not feeling comfortable with it. And having the uh, option and the choice to change my mind is like my reclaiming my personal power. Okay. Oh, that's um, that's so critical in every area. Yeah. Of life. And you know I think that so with me it is relinquishing that personal power. Um, uh, you know because of the fact that my um, my natal Saturn is in the eighth house. 
Um, Which means? Uh, natal Saturn in the eighth house, uh, you know, it means uh, the eighth house is where our generational curses are, okay? And usually the eighth house is also about our, our, our ability to have power, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so basically when you have Saturn there, it means restriction. Your Saturn, for example, is in the sixth house, okay? So with you, your Achilles heel is your day-to-day life. <laughs> <laughs> So true, so true. And so for me, intuition um, is something I developed. Yeah. And I tested it. And sometimes I would follow it and sometimes I wouldn't. And, um, and, I, and I think one of the things is there's, there's, the, in, there's the, the want. Sometimes there's a want that comes. And and you feel it's an intuition, but if you obsess about it, one of my things is if I start to obsess about it, and and start to make it bigger, it's no longer intuition; it's a want. Uh-huh. I'm trying to manifest this or create something, maybe borrow some trouble that isn't there. If it's an intuition, it's like, oh, I need to do this, or I need to, or this is the real situation on this, and then I I can dig a little deeper to see if I'm I'm right or wrong. Uh-huh. Um, but but if I start to obsess about it and I need to prove that I'm right, then it's then it's the ego, it's the satan mm-hmm. coming out when I have to prove that I'm right. Um, yeah. It, intuition doesn't need to be proven. It just is and it isn't. Exactly. It's that it's that bell. But I start my day by talking to my divine allies. I start my day by with. And this may sound really silly, but I start my day with gratitude by thanking them for everything that I have. And we did a whole show on gratitude and how powerful that is. And when you when you start with that place of gratitude, everything is more. And so you're just happy. Yeah. Um, I and I choose my candles. I usually have I choose my usually choose my candles for the week of knowing what my challenge is for the week. And I light my candles and I come and I I light them every day. And when those candles are done for the week, I don't relight. I don't put a new one out there. I just let that go. But I come and I, I set my lights, light the candles, and I talk to everybody and I talk out loud. There's something to be said for talking out loud when you're doing your magic. Yeah. Um, because when you keep it in your head, it just kind of circles the drain. But when you bring it out into the, talking it out loud, brings it out into the world and makes it more real, and you own it. Um, because you can think all kinds of crazy thoughts that, that you never own, but you have to own your words. So that that helps me quite a bit. So I light my candles and I take a moment. And, you know, it's so easy to just jump into your day with both feet. I know my husband likes to talk to me first thing in the morning about business and stuff, and so I've I've gotten used to that. But then my day doesn't really start until I get into my office. And, yeah. and I light my candles and then I set my intent for the day. And even if I'm working at home, I take a moment and say, this is what I want to do. This is my desired outcome for the day. And that right there is making magic. Because how many times, Storm, have you said, I'll get to it. Okay, you know, because you're a workaholic. But mm-hmm. if I don't set my intent for the day, I don't actually make that stuff happen. Exactly. If it's not scheduled, it's not real. Because there could be like a castle rerun or something on there somewhere. Yeah, if it's not scheduled, it's not real. Yeah. Absolutely. If I haven't written it down on the to-do list, it's not real or it's not a priority to me. Well, and that's the other thing is what you focus on grows, mm-hmm. um, which is a which is a business um, 
philosophy, but it's also a very metaphysical philosophy. What you focus on grows. Where you will put your attention is is where you will be able to make change. Yeah, exactly. So those are all magical living things. That's how you live the magic, um, continuing to just pay attention to your own needs, what's happening around you, setting uh, setting intent, moving forward with an intended purpose. I love it. I love my life. I love that I get to um, people come to me and say, this is what's going on, what do I need to do? <laughs> and and I usually have answers. Yeah. Um, I, I, did I tell you about the um, the principal of a local school? No. Um, so he is a husband of a friend of mine, and he's a principal of a local school. He's a really neat guy, and, and he sent me a message, and he said, there's a lot of fights that have been breaking out in the school. What do I need to do? Throw water on them. <laughs> cold water. Take a big, cold bucket of cold water and go down the hall and throw water on them. <laughs> he asked me, astrologically, is there something going on? How can he help these kids? They're good kids. They're really stressed. What does he need to do? And so we came up with, um, actually, I was tuned in. I was able to tune in. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of energy in your school. Let's work on clearing it. So we came up with a thing to clear it. That, wow. How? how first of all, a principal who cares that much, that thought yeah. that was really cool. Second of all, he wants to think outside the box. And third of all, he actually listened to me. And we made him a, a spray to spray around the school to clear it out. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it is, um, it's something that you and I talked about, and, uh, which I'm, I'm writing about. So you see something out pretty soon about the, um, <laughs> the, the satan of being snowed in. Yeah. <laughs> and how frustrated we all are. And um, how that can come up and, and um, sabotage you. Yeah. Um, so that's, but again, that's another thing is like paying attention. Am I sabotaging myself? Am I, what am I doing? And I'm, but you know, I'm over analytical for my own self with all those Virgos in my chart. But, yeah, and with Mars, Mars being retrograde now, um, Mars being the planet of action, um, uh, you know, that there is a natural tendency that many of us will have over the period of the next few months in regards to wanting to fight everything. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I put up, I just put a little sticky note all over the place. I'm everywhere. Um, uh, but one of the things on my sticky note on my computer, Jackie, says, um, is this really the battle you want to fight right now? I just love to it. remind me of this being a particular period in which Mars is not acting in a normal way. Mars can make us very, very reactive, okay? We just want to react to energy on its own, okay? Um, and then I do, uh, I'm proactive. I keep a box of um, fiery wall of protection and <laughs> cross the candles around me at all times. Um, I probably don't even have to light them anymore, Jack. <laughs> you have them everywhere. Yeah, I have them everywhere. Um, uh, but, you know, it's one of the things that I do, mainly because of the fact that I work in a particular field where I'm dealing with people's issues on a day-to-day basis, day-to-day, every day, you know, um, issues. So there is a constant need sometimes for me to um, uncross the particular energy around me and uh, burn fiery wall of protection. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, and one of the things that I will notice, and, and here, here is, it, and, and this will go, go back to your intuition thing, Jackie, if I get like two or three, maybe four calls in a row, the afterwards I'm ready to, you know, jump out my window. Yep. I know at that particular point, um, it's that intu- intuitive thing that's saying, okay, you, you have taken on too much energy, 
and you need to get rid of it in some way. So instantly what I will do is I will go over to my uncrossing candle. I have a steady going one as I'm going through difficulties. Um, And I light that up. And I will tell you, Jackie, within like a half an hour, that energy is gone. And I will also, the other thing that I will do in that process is I have, I'm very much into rituals. Um, So I will light that up and then I will do something like 15 minutes of some form of heavy, intensive, superset exercise just to get that energy out of me in that particular way. Then when I'm done with that, you know, I will let the the uncrossing candle burn an hour, two hours, um, and then I follow that up with the fiery wall of protection for an hour or two hours. But in that hour to two hour time, um, uh, usually what I will do is, um, uh, unless it's imperative that I have to do a reading, okay, I won't do any readings at that point, or I will wait to do that particular, I will make a note of my needing to disperse of energy and do that towards the end of the night to refresh my particular energies for the next day to get rid of it. And you have to be very careful because you um, are working with what a good dozen or so or dozens of people every day doing readings yeah and so you're they're vulnerable they're bleeding off um energy they're um they're because they're they're wanting something to listen to them or give them good news or or um, mitigate the bad news or the real news (laughs) and so for for myself i have a similar a similar situation, you know, when you're in sales or, or you, you're in business and customers want something from you, there's always going to be a push um, for you to get, to give them what they want, especially if they're unhappy with you or something like that. Yeah. And, um, and then I do lots of readings and stuff too. So I actually have part of my altar because I have altars all over my, my business and my home. And this, um, the point of having the altars is that this is a place where it's going to hold the energy for me when I can't. That's the point of tools. Mm-hmm. Magical tools is they, they work even when you don't. I love that saying, and that's a Ryan Foxwood. He's, he's like, this is why you want tools, because they work even when you're not. And, yeah. and I love that idea because when you spend that time to empower your your altar and I, I have this beautiful brass table that's been an altar of mine for over 20 years so it's very magical within itself and on there i have different areas of like i have an area of protection mm-hmm. that says this is going to watch out for me um and that if i feel like i need extra protection I'll go over there and I'll talk to it, and I'll do do some work on myself to clear that extra energy off, like you were saying, and um, and get some guidance on what's next. Why? For me, there's um, there's plenty of people who are unhappy with me, so I usually have to say, okay, who's unhappy with me and why, and how do I heal this situation? Because I don't want to just I don't just throw stuff back on somebody because that's just creating a war at that point, uh-huh. um, and unnecessary. So that's how I, that's how I roll with, with keeping my my altars going and keeping my protection going. And it and it really really helps to know that um, I can take that moment. Now, maybe getting on the treadmill and going um, at a very brisk brisk walk <laughs> might. I think I like that idea too. Just to get, it's a great way to get the energy out of you. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing that I do, Jackie, is every morning. You know, my first hour of being up um, is involved in communicating with my higher power Mm -hmm. 
that I have to what I will notice Jackie is that if I for whatever reason I sleep late or I'm not feeling good and you know I say oh you know what I'm going to do 10 minutes you know I don't feel like doing an hour today I will get hit by the satan like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the middle of the day, the satan is running everything. He's driving the bus. He's cooking the meals. He's talking to all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> he's bitchy. He's moaning. He complains. You know, and by you know by noon, if I'm noticing this particular stuff, I'm just like, okay, you got to stop this. The other thing that I also also do, and I always recommend people to do this when you begin your conversation with the light. Do it in the shower. Yeah. Because symbolically, it's when you're you're most exposed. And water is a conductor. If you notice, if you want a really good tan, Jackie, go out and spray yourself with a hose and then lay in the sun. <laughs> the water will attract that light faster than anything. It's why, you know, you have to be careful when you're, when you're swimming in the summertime and check yourself constantly because that water will reflect that sun faster than anything and give you a burn you do not want. And the satan will do the same thing if you're not putting the protection on. I like that. That's, that's, I like the uh, – well, the shower is one of the few places where – Hope to God you can be a little undisturbed. Yeah. It's a, it's a little rule in my house. If yeah. someone's in the bathroom, you stop calling for them, and you can just wait your turn. Yeah. And I know that's not like that in every house, but that has been sacrosanct in my house ever since my daughter was born. Actually, my husband was like, do not talk to ma'am in the bathroom. If somebody messed with me, Jackie, while I was in the shower, I would go carry on them. Right. Just It's just, you know, this is a time when, I mean, you can't read a book. You can't, you know, take notes on anything. All you can do is just be in the shower with you. Yeah. And it's a great time to then to then commune, and because your your brain unwinds. And, um, you know, a friend of mine is uh, a Buddhist, and she talks about meditation. I love the way she talks about meditation. I know we're running we're running down on time, mm-hmm. and, but I think this is a a really big part of living a magical life. And. So how many people say, I can't meditate? And I know you have your saying, hang on, hang on to that saying. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you can do in the shower also. <laughs> I can't meditate. I can't sit there and think of nothing. And 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 I love her, her take on it. It's, it's not about thinking about nothing. It's about not being purposeful in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just she, the way she described it to me in my head reminded me of just like a coil unwinding. Mm-hmm. He says, she says, yep, you're going to think about stuff. It, the trick is not to obsess about it, not to plan, not to turn it into purposeful thought. So let just that thought just unwind. Yeah. And then lead to the next thought that un- unwinds and lead to the next thought that unwinds. And it's really uncomfortable at first because we are so purpose-driven. Yeah. Which, you know, comes from the 70s in many ways. Uh, uh my daughter has a friend who can just stare off into space and do nothing. And I sat down with her and I went, where do you go? No, I'm serious. I want to know where you go because I want to go there too. Yeah. And she goes, I don't know. I just, you know, think about colors and just one color becomes another color. And 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 she's actually kind of brilliant. She's a brilliant kid and she's very artistic and wonderful. And I'm like, I want to go there too. Be with you, <laughs> because that meditation 
um, is so important um, to let go of all these. You know, your thoughts are built of all these preconceived notions and worries and obsessions, and 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 we live in our head, and they drive us a little crazy. But when you let all that go and and we stop living in our head, which it took me decades to figure out what it meant by no longer living in your head, mm-hmm. which is letting intuition and your heart and compassion and feelings and love be equally as important as a logical thought. Because mm-hmm. we're kind of living in, in a time of logic, time of science, and I think we're starting to head into a, into a new direction. But you can meditate. You can meditate. You do it when you're in the shower and you're just letting your brain unwind. Um, it is not lost time. It does not need to be productive in any way. Yeah. Not everything needs to be productive because if you try to make everything productive, you become the most unproductive person in the world. And what is your saying about meditation, Storm? If you can, if you can masturbate, you can meditate. The reason being is that if you can lay up in your bed for 30 minutes while you're doing your thing, envisioning whatever it is, that you envision it in your head, even if you're using a book or a movie, you can meditate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, because you're letting your thoughts on one. Which, interestingly enough, shows you how powerful meditation is. Because if you can use the power of your mind to be be able to create that effect. <laughs> Um, uh, that occurs when you're meditating that intensely. <laughs> yeah. um, you can do it during meditation as well. Right. So I, I, um, yeah, meditation is a big part of living a magical life. Absolutely. And you can do it at any time. Even you know what? Even don't close your eyes. But I meditate a lot while I'm driving, because I, especially when I can do that automatic driving, I'm paying attention to the road. Absolutely. But I'm letting my thoughts unwind. And it's not a good meditation. It's not a deep meditation. It's not mm-hmm. a total standstill. It is, um, but it's just letting your your brain unwind. Yeah. And that's and that's the important part. And you know what? We are just about out of time. We're out of time. It always goes with that. Because it's like having a big old phone call. Yeah. <laughs> then so, we can't talk to each other for two days. I know. <laughs> we've, we've had our backs. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, you would like to get a hold of Storm Sestivani, you can find him at stormsestivani.com, and you can book a reading with him and, and have him check your new moon. You know, look under the hood and check your new moon. Um, <laughs> you can find him on Facebook um, at stormsestivani.com. And what's your other Facebook? It's uh, or facebook.com forward slash astrogossip. Astrogossip, yes. Um, you can find me at CoventryCreations.com, which is also where you can find whatever candle you need, no matter what your problem, your issue, your block, your fear, your goal, your desired outcome. We have a candle for that. You can also book a reading with me, um, an Akashic Record session, where we'll go into Akashic Record and see what it is that's bothering you and what's stopping you from living a magical life. You can do that while you're at CoventryCreations.com as well. You can find our show at keepitmagic.com or you can find it at Keeping It Magic on Facebook um, and you can find Coventry Creations Candles on Facebook as well. So we have lots of places for you to go, lots of things for you to see, lots of fun articles for you to read. So make it easy on yourself. Follow us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. You can find us in all those places. And um, we want you to keep it magic because it's a fun thing to do. And what else do they need to do? 
they need to speak they need to speak life. <laughs> <laughs> you all have a great day. feels perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between so it's crazy amazing we can turn our heart through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable hope can live or die so speak With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.